0: It's July the 27th, 2022, and this is Tips from the Top Floor episode 910. Tips from the top from the top floor tips from the top all right from the top floor. Hello you wonderful people of the internet. This is Chris. You're listening to Tips from the Top Floor. <sighs> so I told you about this crazy idea of doing an Eastern Europe photo road trip that's the one that starts in Berlin and then goes through Prague and the Czech Republic and Vienna and Austria Budapest and Hungary and then ends up in Transylvania in the heart of Romania and um, that potentially 10 day trip um, the, the idea keeps maturing I spent a lot of time thinking about how this would be uh, how this would work, how this would be structured um, how this would come together And it has become obvious that I need to do this tour on my own first. Well, I might take uh, one or two people with me, but probably it's just myself. Um, So I'm planning to do that scouting trip for the Eastern Europe photo road trip in the middle of August. And I (laughs) thought it would be fun to take you with me. So I'm planning to do a bit of, of vlogging from that scouting tour. And of course the focus is on the scouting, not on the vlogging. So um, in uh, addition to figuring out how to structure that content to make sure that you're getting something interesting, um, there's technical issues to be solved. And uh, yeah, again, main focus is to scout that tour, not to spend hours and hours of of wrangling recording technology and editing videos. Because if you've ever done something like that, you know that there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. So I looked at a lot of different options, like cameras that I might need to buy for this, audio setups, all with the goal of being able to uh, to do the one thing that I've perfected over the years of traveling, and that is to pack as lightly as possible. Because if I've ever... If I've learned one thing over those, I don't know, 13, 14 years of traveling, it is not to overpack. And of course, I'm... <laughs> I'm also trying to see what I already have because that can get expensive quite quickly and uh, I don't necessarily want to spend a lot on gadgets that I won't use after that. I have enough of those. <laughs> I've learned my lessons. At least I believe I have. Um, plus, another goal is to optimize the time that I put into these videos while, while keeping the quality at a level that feels is good enough. And guess what? I ended up coming back to the iPhone over and over again. That would mean virtually zero spending. And I tried it and I played with different softwares and I um, I have that thing with me all the time. Um, the microphone situation is solved with what I already have, even in a, in a pretty good sounding way. And the editing can take place on that same device. Yeah, I know it's fiddly, but it's actually not that fiddly if you find the right tools. Um, so yeah, the editing on the same device that I capture with, and then posting the videos. Um, there's some there's automation possibilities today that I uh, that that weren't there a while ago. So yeah, doing this on one device is awesome. The quality is good enough. Um, and by the way. It, it also can record from more than one camera at the same time. Because this is one of the kinds of shots. Not necessarily uh, every shot, but I want to shoot some of that video out the front window while driving, and I want to film myself while I drive. So I want to have myself picture in picture in that video. So my first impulse was to go like with a GoPro... Um, I have a knockoff, which I think would be good enough for that. And then set up another camera, possibly an iPhone that will point into the cabin. The, the, those need to be attached somewhere. So you probably need additional suction cups and things for the front window. And then I'd need to power all these devices and I'd need to record the audio in some way, likely separately. Um, or i spend a few hundred bucks for a wireless microphone and then spend additional time in post-production. Because with these things, you add up additional time in, in, in finishing it. So you need to like synchronize the different videos and the audio, which um, I guess would have taken place on a laptop. And of course, these devices need to be power powered or charged regularly. And now my setup would be a whole bunch of a whole zoo of devices and cables and things um, but the way i've figured this out now is that i can use one single iphone and one livelier microphone and the edit on the iphone so no extra device I'm, I'm pretty happy with that setup and i've recorded a small video with that setup um, while driving a little test if you will and that is on youtube the link is in the description let me know what you think tfttf.com slash hi Oh and that video is mobile first. I made that decision later um after shooting it uh, but yeah, I it is vertical. Vertical video. I think it's a good fit. And there, there are any anyway there are more people watching this from their mobile phones than from uh anything laptop. So the the one area that uh by the way gave me the biggest headache was The audio. So you have to understand that the the further sound travels between a source and a microphone, the more that sound has the chance of bouncing off of things, reflecting off of uh, hard surfaces like glass, for example, adding, muddling up the sound. So um, uh, putting that iPhone on the front window with a suction cup, is great for the video, but the microphone is too far away from, from my mouth. Too much noise from the car. Even though it's an electric vehicle, and it doesn't make too much noise, but still, I wanted it to be clear. So, um it's much preferred to have the microphone near near my mouth. So, one way to achieve that would be a wireless audio transmitter. Again, <laughs> there are some really sexy options out there. The one from... Rode, I don't like the looks of it, but it sounds Rode Wireless Go. I think is the name. Um, sounds good. It works well. Um, there's a newer one from DJI, which is very sexy. It Comes with a charging box and a transmitter. It's like it's this whole package. Um, the whole, the whole set it and forget it kind of setup. But again, that would set me back over three hundred euros. And I have very limited use in my daily life for this thing, so that would be collecting dust after a while. And again, it would require me to, yeah, to set things up in a different way. So um, it's an additional thing; it needs to be charged and so on. So I had a look through my lavalier microphone collection because I have like a five, six different lavaliers for different purposes and uh, i found a relatively cheap one which is cabled and uh, uh, then i looked into how i could connect that to the iphone welcome to dongle town it is amazing what you hoops you have to jump through but eh, i made it work so okay so the lavalier has a, a mini stereo mini jack trs tip ring sleeve. So it has three contacts. And uh, then there's no headphone jack on the iPhone. The headphone jack on the iPhone is a headphone and microphone jack. Um, But again, yeah, as we know, Apple dropped those a while ago. Others followed. So I need to use the lightning adapter. There's a little lightning to headphone adapter that, that works well. No problem there, other than... It's not a TRS tip ring sleeve adapter. It requires a tip ring ring sleeve uh, connection because it assumes you'll plug in a headset that has a microphone built in. So TRRS instead of TRS. So that means there is not just a lightning to headphone adapter, then there is an additional adapter that is the TRS to TRRS Adapter. Now, and then that, that's, where the, that's where the lavalier plugs in. Now, of course, I want to power the iPhone while recording video, but that uh, lightning dongle already uses the port. <laughs> the port that would usually be used to power the iPhone. So uh, the solution to that is to replace the lightning dongle. That's where I've started spending, well, a little bit of money. Um, that's where I uh, replaced the lightning dongle with one that um, allows me to plug in both power and the microphone at the same time. These things are out there. So th- there's this <laughs> there's this cascade of dongles between the iPhone and the headphone. Plus there's the USB cable feeding power into it. So it looks a bit like a Christmas tree. But hey, it does the job and it does it really nicely. Watch that video. I'm totally happy with um how that came out so that is my story my tech story uh about setting up my uh, vlogging setup of course there will be other vlogging um with uh, i don't know how i do the, the other i mean i'll be walking around i want to take you on some of those walks as well so uh but i'll figure that out i still have a couple to three weeks to figure that out all right um I made a note here about what <laughs> what is tips from the top floor or what has it become because I've I've looked through the the history of TFTTF and that show has it's never been easy to pinpoint what it is exactly because I I remember I did like regular photo education as in how to use your aperture for artistic effect and these kind of things um sometimes also look into into news into stuff that happens and that stuff still interests me but this is about being in the mainstream or not being in the mainstream and uh, I think I believe no I do actually know that there are plenty of shows out there that can serve that mainstream so much better than uh, than I can do and so much more consistently than I can do so um the show has over the years always been more on the fringes more on the on a periphery of um of photography rather than in the middle of it and yeah I mean the, you know there's there's this stuff about the latest cameras, latest software, and I might cover some of that, but I think the big difference is I will only cover some news and some hardware and some software. Only if it interests me, or or even better, if it excites me. And more often than not, um, I end up being so much more interested in the things that happen at the edge, at the periphery. And that that's the stuff that I often find so much more interesting than uh, how, to m- how many megapixels the latest Canon mirrorless camera has. So I guess I might have <laughs> to change the tagline for the show. Um, this is where you come in. Give me suggestions for a uh, tagline for tips from the top floor. TFTTF, the show about all things photography. Maybe oh, I mean, that that used to be the one. I'm not sure if that's if that's uh, uh, if that's enough. Anyway, tfttf.com slash hi. I want to hear from you. All right. Here's a quick exercise for you. Open your web browser if you can right now, if you safely can do so right now and go to this image does not exist.com. That's a little exercise. This image does not exist.com. Um that website presents you with 30 photos. And for each of them, you can say uh, you, you can you can click if it's been made by a human or by an artificial intelligence. And honestly, I was I was wrong more times than I uh, wish to admit. So, can you tell <laughs> if these images are generated or or human-made? Um, yeah, check that out. This image does not exist. I found this a funny little tidbit. Another funny little tidbit is um so i have to go back to mid may where was it end of may mid may anyway in may um we held the annual old abbey photo workshop i've talked about this year for ages and uh, we're still doing it it was big it was 30 people it was uh an entire week of amazing fun um intense work great projects uh, lots of learning, lots of uh, <clears throat> lots of lots of uh, playful learning, uh, learning in a positive, relaxed atmosphere in in the middle of a beautiful nature preserve with lots of green and a river and like oh wow it's just there are reasons I keep coming back to that place. So anyway, um, one of the things we did there was we did some some crafts some soldering and we built a little box with a battery and a potentiometer and a few leds on it that you can use to create some interesting foreground bokeh lights looks a bit like light leaks Uh, depends on uh, how you hold it and that front bokeh thing is uh it's interesting to give a photo more depth and i've seen it more and more in some type of photography and uh yeah, I like, kind of like this um, for some photos to change the mood a bit. And of course, yes, you can buy devices that do it, little crystals and things that you can put in front of the lens. Um, but that one was just a fun little thing, and you can change the brightness of it and so on. So that was a fun project to do. And uh, just just the other, other day, I, um, I ran across a little... Um, let me figure this out front here on the website. Um, there's the the uh, iPhone uh, or, or uh, iOS 16 beta is out right now. And uh, one of the things is they have uh, added something to their portrait mode that I found interesting because it goes along those same lines how to make a convincing foreground blur in portrait photos now the portrait mode is the is the mode that uh, simulates shallow depth of field and uh, by the way every year that gets better and better so um, it it is becoming a viable option even for people, at least for some kind of shots, even for people who are uh, really invested in big glass and big sensors. So anyway, that is uh, that is interesting because in iOS 16, they added this, or they will add it when once it's out of beta, uh, a more realistic foreground blur in portrait photos. And I tried it out and it looks very convincing. So that is a thing that I found uh, interesting to point out. Astrophotography. Here's a quick uh, astrophotography topic that... Well, it's it's, it's it's not quick, it's an interview that I did uh, a few weeks ago. But I thought it was uh, interesting because it has to do with... Well, some of us are astrophotographers. Um, we go out at night and point cameras and have trackers on them and point them at either the Milky Way or pick out some constellations. Andromeda comes to mind, um, which is not a constellation, which is a galaxy. But um, uh, and, and that, that is fun uh, until you end up with an airplane crossing through, ending up uh, with like artifacts in there that you might not want. So there are techniques to filter those out and so on. But um, in general, it's... It's a quite involved kind of photography, using special filters and so on and so on. Um, And when a couple of years ago, uh, SpaceX started to send thousands of satellites up into lower Earth orbit, the entire community was up in arms. Not just astrophotographers, astronomers. So it took me a few weeks to uh, get a contact and then another, another few weeks to get some more details about that and I ended up um, talking to Meredith Rawls she's at the Veracy Rubin Observatory Um, and uh, she's an astronomer and she uh, is also very uh, deeply involved in the astronomy society um, dealing with lower earth orbit light pollution and you that's that's one of the things that happens when you end up pointing uh, pointing telescopes at the sky. Um, you end up with disturbances, and uh, some of that is not good. So um, I just I, I just wanted to understand more what the problems are, how they are trying to be solved, and what kind of things are going on in that area, because um, personally those satellite constellations don't really affect me i can hardly ever see them up in the sky um i can i don't do much astrophotography so it's nothing that bothers me personally but i know that a lot of you out there are sort of bothered by that so um i've recorded that conversation a while ago but i think it's still very very current and uh that is on on the on the YouTube as a video. Chris talking to Meredith Rawls and uh, I found it very enlightening and I want you to watch it too. So, there you go. Uh, let's see, do we have any more things? Well, I don't think there is much to talk about um, anymore that episode is long enough um yeah thanks for listening thanks for um well right in right in to this episode i want to to start cultivating that again the whole notion of um you guys hearing each other's voices in either written form where I read it or uh, sending in a voicemail. We have done this in the past, and I always found it to be a super valuable part of this show to uh, get to give the, the, the community a voice and uh, to answer questions and things, uh, to relay some anecdotes and so on. And uh, you can do that. I've set up an entire new little framework that makes it really easy for you to get straight on the show. It's at tfttf.com slash hi, tfttf.com slash hi, where you can write a message or you can record a message or you can send a recording uh, from your phone and so on. It's all there. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Other than that, other than than that, um, of course, this show is on twitter at tfttf photo tfttf and the podcast is at tfttf.com and that's it for today yes that was it for today thank you so much for being here thanks for um, for listening thanks for pointing others to this little show I'm so happy that tf is back and uh, at a regular frequency again um, yeah couldn't be more happy Again, don't forget to write in, record something, send something at tfttf.com slash hi. Oh, by the way, here is your feedback. Albert wrote in. Uh, He said, I was super excited to see TFTTF pop up in my podcast app. Good to have you back, Chris. I did listen to The Future of Photography, but didn't enjoy it as much as this podcast in the past. Hoping to learn more fun photography knowledge from you moving forward. We are still here. Take care. Thank you, Al. That is amazing. Dave wrote in, I really missed your unique view and touching on topics most mainstream photo shows don't cover. I'm 61, been into photography since the late 60s. My wife and I once owned a successful portrait studio. Thanks, Dave. And then last but not least, Sasha wrote in, Hi, Chris, I've just listened to the post-hiatus episode of TFTTF. Yes, my podcatcher still works. I'll keep listening. Thumbs up. Thanks for the podcast. And the new topics are as exciting as just a pure photo talk. Greetings from the Northern Black Forest. Thanks all. And of course, you can all write in to tfttf.com slash hi. tfttf.com slash hi. Other than that, make sure to take loads of photos Be nice to each other, be extra nice to each other and happy shooting!